The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Alan, today we have some sad Star Wars news to report. Kathleen Kennedy has announced that the Boba Fett movie is officially 100% canceled. Boo. Boo. Well, kind of. <laughs> right, because if it was going to be like a Han Solo movie, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. And, and was a Boba Fett movie a movie that you were looking for? Me personally? Yeah. I don't think I was looking for it. I would have liked to have seen it, but not if they ruined Boba Fett the way they ruined Han Solo and other characters. Boba Fett is one of those guys where he was on screen for a few minutes, but was super cool. And I think what makes him super cool is because you don't know much about him. Kind of like what they did with Wolverine. It's it's kind of like we almost know a little too much about him now, which kind of took away his mystery. Well, I watched this YouTube video about it, and I wish I could give the guy credit for it. I don't Mm -hmm. remember the name of it. Part of Boba Fett's allure was, you know, even Vader respected him. Hmm. You know, Vader was like, and no disintegration. So he's like, all right. So <laughs> it kind of gives you, with that line, they have a history. At some point, Boba Fett disintegrated someone that Vader didn't want him to disintegrate. <laughs> so he had to remind him. This this whole, it, it's really a good video in the sense that if you really think about it, you get a lot out of that. Just that one scene where he's hiring the bounty hunters to find him. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there, and there's other factors involved too, but Star Wars is taking a step back. Whether they want to admit it or not, The Force Awakens made money and more or less had positive reviews, but there was still a a chunk of the fandom that didn't like it. And then you had, obviously, The Last Jedi, which, as much as they want to deny it, was very divisive and it made a lot of money. But I think the fans spoke out with Han Solo. Right. You know, we talked about how Han Solo didn't even make like 400 million. And Venom, as of last week, had made 300 million. So and you have a property like Han Solo not even making $400 million worldwide. Right. That's a problem. That's a problem. The toys aren't selling. Star Wars is not making its money. The new cartoon is not being received very well. And I've watched three episodes and I can't stand it. So <laughs> I think this is them regrouping, taking a step back, regrouping. They're focusing a lot on The Mandalorian, which is going to be the Disney Play show of that John Favreau show running. I think they have a lot of... I think the fans are excited for The Mandalorian. I think... Disney is, is very hopeful for The Mandalorian. But after episode nine, there's really no, nothing else planned movie-wise, except that Ryan Johnson is writing a trilogy, except that the Game of Thrones guys are writing a trilogy. But we said it a couple of weeks ago, does, is that, are they going to be Disney play movies? or Because hmm. you don't have to put them on the screen if they don't think they're going to make the bank back. Right. You know? uh, let me ask you a question. The Last Jedi, you mentioned that. Have you ever heard of a movie that crushed a franchise i mean because star wars was one blockbuster after another even with the prequels you know it kind of divided the fans still made a lot of money and and they didn't still get the kind of backlash it did with the last jedi i mean have you heard of a movie doing something like this before i'm trying to think and i want to say crystal skull maybe yeah yeah but not to this effect i think a a new indie movie which are supposedly making five will still be received well by the fans. I think fans look at Crystal Skull as a bad movie in the franchise. I think, and I think that's what Star Wars fans look at the prequels. And we said this in our, on our Last Jedi podcast back in December and January. 
The prequel movies were Star Wars movies. They were poorly written. They were poorly acted, but they were still Star Wars movies. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, you don't look at The Last Jedi and say, that's a Star Wars movie, because none of it, there's nothing in that movie that, that screams Star Wars. It, it definitely is different. Is. It's, it's definitely different. You know, I mean, like when you had George Lucas doing the films, even though the prequels weren't the greatest, it still felt like a Lucas Star Wars film. And The Force Awakens kind of had that feeling. But yeah, you're right. The Last Jedi is just, it's just odd. Well, look, the prequels, they gave you a great young Ben Kenobi. They gave you a great villain in Darth Maul. They gave you some insight into Yoda and even Mace Windu and and, and the formation of the Republic. I mean, nobody asked for movies about political discussions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at least it gave you – it added to the Star Wars mythos. Yeah. And even Anakin, as much as – and, you know, and reflecting 20 years later, was Hayden Christian a bad actor or was his bad directing, you know? Yes. And – Hayden didn't put those lines in his mouth, so, you know, he had to say those lines. Sure. So, like I said, it's still a Star Wars movie to me. I I respect those. I respect the prequels more than I respect The Last Jedi. I'll watch a prequel before I'll watch The Last Jedi again. (laughs) It's the truth. And I hate Phantom Menace. (laughs) I I loathe Phantom Menace. But Oh, come on. It's got some good qualities. I'll always watch the uh, lightsaber duel, but I'm not... And I don't blame the little kid either. I mean, he got a raw deal with the fans. So did Jar Jar. Like, as much as I hated Jar Jar, I'm okay with him being part of the Star Wars universe. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. This What I saw in The Last Jedi, I, I, don't, I want nothing to do with it. I'm and sorry. Lucas did respond to that. I mean, in the following movies, the, he really toned down Jar Jar, which he, he didn't have to, but he, he just definitely did. Right. Well, if you, next time you get a chance, you got to look up Jar Jar as the evil Sith. There's this whole theory out there how Lucas was setting Jar Jar up to be the main villain of the trilogy. But because what? he has such... Oh, my... You have to watch this video on YouTube. It's fascinating. It might have you believing that that would have been the case if he didn't get such a poor reception. Lucas um, had the idea that he may be a Sith or part of well, the Empire. the conspiracy theory is oh, that... okay. Is... He didn't, Lucas didn't do it. The conspiracy theory is that George Lucas's plan all along was to have Jar Jar be the big bad guy. I see. You know, That's like weird. manipulating everybody. Right. Oh. And you, you have to, <laughs> if I can find a video, I'll, I'll send it to you, but it's fascinating. Okay. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like, they pull all these clues together. I'm like, oh my God, they might be right. <laughs> oh, f- find that and, and put that on the Facebook account. I will. I yeah. Will, I will. Oh, that sounds but, cool. <laughs> anyway, so we have no movies coming up. Boba Fett's officially canceled. But what made me sad about this news is the Obi-Wan movie. Yeah. If they're not making Boba Fett, they're not making the Obi-Wan movie. But that's not confirmed, is it? I don't know, man. I just don't see why they would, you know, unless they do it for Disney Play. I would say of all the characters that they mentioned, Obi-Wan probably makes the most sense. He was the best actor, uh, speaking of Ewan McGregor, he was the best actor of the prequels. He's the one fans want the most. He's the right age to play an old, you know, an older Ben on Tatooine. I don't see why. He wants to do it. He said he'd play him again. And talk about a movie that can clearly connect, you know, the original trilogy with the classic films. I mean, that movie can totally tie it together. Totally tie it together. Yeah. Same actor. An actor that people want to play the role. I mean, we'll yeah, I have hopes for it, but I don't know. I think they're in a tizzy over there. They don't know what to do with what. <laughs> I really do. Like, I don't. Do you? Ryan Johnson puts out a new Star Wars trilogy. It has nothing to do with the people we know. It's just a movie in the same universe. Right. Are, are you in line to go see that? 
<laughs> I'm not. Am I in line to see it? Well, I think I'd leave it up to the ratings first. You telling me you're not going to watch it? I'm not saying ever. I'd probably wait, though. I mean, I'm not pre-buying tickets like I was for, like I'll be doing for uh, Infinity or whatever, Avengers 4 or right. like we did for Last Jedi sure. and Force Awakens. Yeah. Maybe the Game of Thrones ones because I love Game of Thrones, but... All right. I mean, the Game of Thrones movie, you know, the ones they do, the Star Wars movies they do. Well, the people will speak. And, dude, look, I ran to see Han Solo the first day, and I was, like, going in the theater, so. <laughs> okay. You're right, the people speak. Yeah. All right, so All right. that's that. No bones that movie. Boo. Boo. All right, our next top story actually mm. plays into this, Alan. As we've been reporting almost weekly, I guess, Disney is doing their own streaming service, and it's called Disney Play. Mm-hmm. The only things announced thus far for Disney Play are all Marvel properties. Previously announced, Loki's getting a limited series, and the Scarlet Witch is getting a limited series. Uh, to go along with that, it's now being reported that the Vision will appear in the Scarlet Witch limited series, and it's assumed it will be Paul Bettany again. So that's pretty cool. Now, I was going to say, well, this proves they survived uh, Avengers 4, but again, this, you know, this series can take place in between Avengers 2 and 3. Because obviously they got together in between, uh, started dating or doing whatever they were doing. So it could be something along those lines if they don't survive Avengers 4. Or it could just take place after Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now there's a rumor, this is a rumor, that Hawkeye will be getting a limited series also that would center around him training uh, young Kate Bishop to be his replacement. And to go along with that rumor, Miss Catherine Langford, is that her name? I think so. Catherine Langford, who starred in the Netflix series 13 Reasons Why, uh, has a mysterious role in Avengers 4. It's highly rumored she's going to be Kate Bishop, who replaces Hawkeye. In the comic books, replaced Hawkeye as the new Hawkeye. Right. And was trained by the old Hawkeye. So people are thinking that a Hawkeye's limited series on Disney Play would probably play into that. You think Jeremy Um, Renner's coming back for that, too? I think he would. They throw enough money at him. Why not? (laughs) And to finally go along with the Disney play Marvel movies or shows, I guess they're called, The Falcon and The Winter Soldier are getting a limited series together. Cool. That is something I would love to say. Absolutely. I think of all those Marvel characters, the ones that you just mentioned, this one's... I think this one, I guess depends on how many episodes they get. This one may make me buy this stupid Disney play thing. (laughs) <laughs> because I'd be down for this one, especially if they're following the storyline as to who, you know, the speculation obviously is, is this Chris Evans last movie as Captain America? And if they go on to that, you know, storyline, I think it's called Fallen Sun in Captain America as to who will take on the role as Captain America. This would be pretty interesting. So you think a limited series based around which one of them would get to be Captain America? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, because in the comics, they both at one time were Captain America. Yeah, yeah. So and in Fallen Sun, it, it became very definitive as who takes on the shield. So this one's interesting. And, you know, if you read comic books, it can either go it can go either way. So sure. if they take this storyline and kind of run with that, I mean, talk about tying in a storyline that's going to affect the movies. That's cool. And I love that this Disney Play stuff, of all the properties Disney, Disney has, the only news we're hearing about or these Marvel, well, except for the Mandalorian, obviously, but all these Marvel things. And the thing about the Falcon and Winter Soldier is that they actually have like a writer attached. So the Scarlet Witch, Vision, and Hawkeye are kind of like quasi rumors. 
mm-hmm. like unofficially, not officially sanctioned or whatever, I guess, yet, or put out there to be there. Maybe they're still working on contracts with the actors. Right. But it seems like the Winter Soldier Falcon one, they got a writer attached and everything. It seems like that one might be the one furthest along right now. Yeah, yeah. I read in there in an article that, I mean, Disney's putting in a lot of money to these these shows. Like for the John Favreau one, has an estimated budget of $100 million, And supposedly these Marvel shows are going to have the same. So this is not just like a Starsky and Hutch kind of sitcom kind of thing. These are supposedly like feature film quality shows. Yeah, and I think they're going to go, they're going to be, be even better than the Marvel Netflix shows. And I don't think it's hard to imagine that the next Star Wars trilogy might be on Disney play or there'll be a whole separate marvel cinematic universe that takes place on disney play mm. you know yeah. like of smaller of characters that might not be able to bring in 500 million 700 would ant-man bring in like 700 million yeah you wouldn't expect that from ant-man but sure i mean hey if you're if you're disney and you're gonna say how do i get people to subscribe to disney play boy this is this is a very convincing way to do it where yeah, i mean it, if they advertise disney play with the Mandalorian and Winter Soldier Falcon series ready to go on right. day one. Yeah. I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a smart way to do it. All right. Alan, you know what time it is? It's, hey, it's Halloween. It is. It's Halloween, everybody. <laughs> yes. But that's not what I meant. Okay. It's time to hit it, hit it. Alan, time for quickies. <laughs> The Batman animated Blu-ray special edition set that we talked about a few weeks ago has sold out. It was originally produced 30,000 units. Mm-hmm. They thought that would be enough, but it sold out so quickly. They're going back and printing up another 70,000 units. Dang. Because demand on sites like Amazon and Walmart have been crazy. They're making 70,000 more. Uh, Amazon, I believe, I believe when we talked about it, before it debuted, it was priced at around eighty nine to one hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, Amazon's got it online for one hundred and two, so they realized the demand. Wow! And they're raising their prices to suit. Wonderful. So, yeah, uh, okay. I'm not getting it, but love the end of the show. Cricket. Flash Gordon Allen. Flash. Oh. oh, thank you. Yeah, they are making a Flash Gordon reboot. The Flash Gordon I remember what I grew up with is the, the movie that came out in, in the 1980s, and that was a fun film. Actually, see, I think we did a podcast on that one on the other podcast show, Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Well, I believe it was it. called Guilty Pleasures. Were you on that one? I was not on that one. Okay, anyway. Uh, it was Jay and I that did that one. But anyway, they are making a comeback with that movie. I don't know if it's going to be based on the 80s version or the 1930s uh, serials that they did before, but I'm excited for it. Flash Gordon, that, that movie was with a bunch of fun. Yeah, it really was. And I was young when I was younger, I used to thought that, what's his name, Vulcan, Volko or whatever? They got the wings. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I thought he was Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you know who I thought that guy was? I thought that guy was the same guy as Sala from Indiana Jones. Uh, G- Gimli from Lord of the right. Rings. Right. I thought it was the same uh, guy. The same actor? That's yeah. funny. They look the same. No, and I just thought it was Robin Hood and Hawkman helping Flash Gordon. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be looking forward to that, maybe. Yeah. Quick it. Alan. What? The Avengers 4 trailer is rumored to be dropping before the end of the year. Not only that, I think it's going to drop in November. Because okay. if you remember, about a year ago, Avengers 3 trailer dropped. 
in November. Oh. And you know why I know that, Alan? Tell me. Because we live podcast <laughs> watching it. And I remember I had to wait a whole through a whole day of work for you to get off work so we could record ourselves watching it in reaction form. So uh, <laughs> Avengers 4, I think it's dropping in November. What do you think? November 29th to be exact okay. is when, when the trailer dropped last year. So I'm thinking we're going to get it before December 1st. You know, it's crazy how big this movie is. And we I don't think anyone has heard a lick of anything about this movie. How does Marvel do that? I don't know. There's a lot of rumors out there, which I haven't been clicking on. And people notice that we don't talk about the Avengers rumors because we don't read them. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, right. Someone asked me, someone asked me, like, how come I read this rumor and you guys didn't talk about it? We can geek. I'm like, uh, because we don't read the rumors and we're certainly not going to report the rumors yeah. for this movie. Yeah. So I'm very happy and impressed with how in the dark I am about this movie. Yeah. Talk about keeping under wraps. In the day and age of the internet and Twitter and all that stuff, nothing, absolutely nothing, no info, like no concrete info about Avengers 4. So right. I'm yeah. chomping at the bit for this trailer. I mean, there's we have casting rumors and things like that, like this girl from 13 Reasons Why mm-hmm. and just other things. But I want to take it in fresh. I'm already mad about any little things I kind of know, so I just want to like, take it in fresh. But yeah, I think we're getting the trailer before December 1st. Okay. Let's see if John's right. Quick it, quick it. Mr. John Williams, Alan. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Mr. John Williams, if you had tickets to see him coming November 3 and 4, he has called out uh, due to illness. John Williams is up there. I believe he's in his mid-80s right now. Isn't that right? Mid-80s? Yes. Yeah, mid-80s right now. I think 84, is it? Yeah, 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 he's up there. So sad to hear, you know, like there are rumors of uh, a new Indiana Jones film coming out. Obviously, we have the Star Wars films coming out. To think about those films without the John Williams score or new music, pretty saddening. Yeah, we hope he has a speedy recovery. Yeah. Although I believe he announced that uh, episode nine will be the last Star Wars film he'll score. Uh, Oh, that will be his last? I believe he announced that, yeah, like, if they asked him to do other things. Oh, then he's Because he, he didn't do Solo. I don't know. Did he do Solo? Um, I, I don't know. I know he didn't do Rogue One, but I don't know if he did Solo. But anyway, yeah, he said he's uh, episode 9 will be his last Star Wars. Wow. Will the movies so, be the same without him? I don't know. But if people want to hear more about our thoughts on John Williams, they should listen to our <laughs> John Williams podcast. Good plug. That was a good show. With Jean Carlos. Yeah, yeah, Jean Carlos. We had a special guest, Jean Carlos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had fun. It was a fun one. Okay. And that was September 29th show. Okay. If people are wondering. All right. Quick it. Quick it. Naomi Watts is the first person to be signed to the new Game of Thrones spinoff. It does not have a name yet, but it's supposed to be taking place thousands of years before the current Game of Thrones. I think before the long, what do they call it, the long night, the winter. You know, how winter was forever. Okay. So I think it takes place right before it, uh, all of that happens. And yes, Naomi Watts, who I think is a good actress. That I okay. Like good. Very good. Quick it. Gojira versus King Kong. Godzilla versus King Kong. The sequel, I guess, to Kong Skull Island and the Godzilla movie that came out the year before. It has a release date of May 22nd, 2020. All right. Speaking of 2020, mm-hmm. quick it. We have two of the possible three movies Marvel will be releasing in 2020. It's rumored the Black Widow solo movie will be coming out in 2020. Uh-huh. The Eternals. The Eternals will be coming out in 2020. Okay. 
Quickie. Theme park, Alan. Indy, Indiana Jones theme park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check this out. Orlando Weekly did report that Disney is possibly considering an Indiana Jones land at the Hollywood Studios Park at Disney World. Same place where they're doing the Star Wars Galaxy, Galaxy Edge uh, is going to be. So hopefully, right now, all they have now is that, I believe it's called the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. If you haven't seen it, it's a blast. They show kind of like how they filmed the the big bowler role in the beginning of the movie and the fight scene by the airplane when it explodes. And they get a lot of audience interaction and stuff. And I think that's been going on for about 10 years now. Yeah, and there are rumors that they're slowing that down. And hopefully they'll have this Indiana Jones thing. So hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. Hopefully this comes out. All right, so you said that'll be at Disney... Disney World, so that's going to be Orlando. Okay, it's not at Disneyland at all? No, oh, I doubt it. I don't think there's any more space over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had to tear down a, a big chunk of, I think it's Disney like World of Tomorrow. And they totally had to shut that down for the, the Star Wars park. Is so. it worth it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there isn't a whole lot of room in, in Anaheim either. I mean, it's, it's pretty... <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess it was farmland when Disneyland was first built, right? Pretty much. Oh, probably. I mean, Disney World is enormous. I mean, there's just, like, endless lands of swamp that they're just building upon. Right. So, right. yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, following in the footsteps of the NES Classic and the Super NES Classic, Sony has released, released a PlayStation Classic. It's a small... A computer gaming system that fits in the palm of your hand that hooks up directly to your TV will come with one controller. It will be released December 3rd, 2018 at a price of $99.99. PlayStation's finally released their uh, full list of games that are going to be included on this. Let's hear it. And you and I are going to take a trip down memory lane because you're going to like some of these games. Okay. All right, it's in alphabetical order. Battle Arena Toshiden, Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy VII. Hmm. The original Grand Theft Auto, mm. Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash. Here's here's one that might make me buy it. Metal Gear Solid. No. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Mr. Driller, Odd World, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman. Here's another one that might make me buy it. Resident Evil Director's Cut, the first oh, no. Resident Evil. Wow. Re- Revelations for Sana, Ridge Racer Type Four, Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. Oh, here's here's one you love. Siphon Filter. Oh, my God. That was so good. <laughs> Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Oh, sweet. Twisted Metal and Wild Arms. Wild Arms. That's a yeah. cool one. Yeah. So there's quite a few. Uh, definitely Metal Gear Solid for me. Resident Evil, Siphon Filter, and Rainbow Six are probably my favorite. Um, if they- what would you say in, in Metal Gear Solid? Best moment for you. Do you, do you have a best moment? A coolest moment. Is that the one where you get tortured and they try to read your mind? Yeah. Remember? He says, yeah, yeah. put down your controller on the floor. And then it starts to vibrate and stuff. You're like, right. what? Well, first of all, it happened to creep me out. My favorite, it would have to be one of those moments. The, um, yeah, Metal Gear Solid is just such a good game. It's such you a know, good game. Stupid yeah. Stupid when you hide in a box, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's cool when it takes two discs to play. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man, Metal Gear Solid was the... But you know what they did? They released... Because uh, speaking of John Carlos, he's huge on video games, and he loved Metal Gear. And they released a... Maybe it was for PS4 or 3, maybe? Mm-hmm. But they released a version where it had, like, 
three or four Metal Gear games on it, like Sons of Liberty, Solid. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're all on one disc. I was like, oh, I should buy that. Hmm. I think it's on 360 because I was going to buy it, and I never did. Okay. And I only own a 360. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Metal Gear's the ball. Resident Evil was fun, too. I used to play that with Jay. I'd go over his house and we play, and, and it was creepy, man. That game is scary. Yeah. All right. All right. Quick it. Finally, Red Dead Redemption. Speaking of video games, Red Dead Redemption 2 debuted last week, and it sold over 10 million units, accumulating close to $725 million. Holy crap. Over a weekend. Now, <laughs> that's not all. That's total, you know. You know, that's not all profit, but still, it's a lot of money. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2. I loved Red Dead Redemption 1. I borrowed it from my nephew back in the day. I will not be getting Red Dead Redemption 2 because I don't have any system that can play it. <laughs> they said this map is the biggest because it's the same company that did Grand Theft Auto. It is the biggest map ever, which is crazy considering they have to get around on a horse. And did you play Red Dead Redemption? I did. Oh, yeah. It was fun. But it did get kind of boring when you had to ride all over the place. Oh, yeah. I did not come close to finishing that game. But I have a coworker, and he says he is 100% complete in that game. I looked at him. I said, you got to be kidding me. And he said, what did he say? I think he did it for the clothes. Like, you get, like, bonuses and stuff. Like, he wanted right. a particular outfit and everything. That's amazing. Yeah, is, that's amazing. is he going to play Red Dead 2, or...? Uh, he actually ordered the X, Xbox One S, I think it's called. Right. And that's coming in uh, next month, so he'll be online playing. No. Yeah, no, we'll give him a, get him to do a game review or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Bus ends quick, kids. And bus ends an episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, you stay classy, Ivy City. 